Hello and welcome to What's the Takeaway podcast with me, Danielle, Jacqueline, and Julie. This is episode 37. Hello everyone. So today we are going to look at season change and in particular we're going to look at the autumn to winter season change. The Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes that for everything there is a season and Danielle you're going to bring a wee bit more of that for us in a bit we're just going hopefully. to hopefully <laughs> we're just going to chat a wee bit about seasons and stuff so obviously we all live in Scotland and we have a very famous saying in Scotland that we can have four seasons in one day never That's mind true. one year and it's true. ridiculously <laughs> true isn't it um, and sometimes you're a bit like come on it was just snowing a second ago and now the sun's there and yeah um Autumn is obviously what we call it in Scotland, but for our American listeners, they would call it... Fall. Fall, which is nice, isn't it? As in the leaves are falling from the tree. (laughs) It starts in September. um, And then another thing we say in Scotland as well is that you leave the house, don't you? Up in September, you think, oh, it's cold. So you leave dressed for kind of autumn, winter. And then by midday, you're like that. Oh, I should put my summer dress on because the weather is so interchangeable at that time. Um... But then it starts to get quite gloomy and you realise, actually, it's it's colder than what I think. Mm. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, that's, I suppose that's maybe I want to move to an autumnal wardrobe before we're ready to move to it. <laughs> Julie, I feel you would really uh, rock an autumnal wardrobe. wardrobe. I love oh, the word autumnal. Mm-hmm. It's because you are autumnal. Your yeah, hair is yeah, like autumn totally. colour. <laughs> is that where we get the word auburn? From like autumn Possibly. hair, auburn? Her hair is auburn. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. It's not falling, it's autumn. (laughs) (laughs) So then um, we see the days that get darker and they get gloomier and the flowers that have been bright through the spring and summer and have been blooming start to wilt and the petals fall to the ground and we start to think, oh, that's really... That's the end of these seasons, isn't it? And is then, that how you see it? You go, oh, that's the end of the seasons. Yeah. I'm such a Californian. I'm like, yay, the darkest of all seasons <laughs> is coming. No. Um, <laughs> but then something amazing does happen. The green trees, they start to change colour. They turn into the amazing, most amazing shades of from yellows to reds and every wee colour in between. Like our little logo when we put a little autumn yeah. theme to our logo. Yeah. Go look at our logo. It's got like yeah. falling leaves on it. Um, and we're very privileged to live in an area where there's lots of countryside, isn't there? And we get to see all the autumnal colours and they're so vibrant and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just now in particular, they're just, they're breathtaking. Mm-hmm. When I'm out driving, I just think, gosh, it's just God's work mm-hmm. right there, right now. Absolutely. Scott and I were driving to work today and he was like, how beautiful is this? And I was like, I need to get my phone out and take a picture so people back home can see this. Yeah, it's just stunning. So it pretty. really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the leaves are falling everywhere and although some people don't really like that because it you know, kind of makes a bit of mush in the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, my puppy loves the leaves. She sees Aww. them and she actually goes a wee bit crazy. Oh, a puppy um, in autumn leaves <laughs> is so Instagram. <laughs> I can't even handle and it. And she's that colour, so she kind of blends Aww. in a wee bit, doesn't she? It's like you, Julie, but a dog version. <laughs> I love jumping in the leaves. <laughs> no, it's like your shade. She <laughs> blends in. <laughs> okay, okay. I think I was just saying. <laughs> so I love the days when they're bright and they're cold and they're dry not so much um, when they're wet <laughs> and I was just saying to my hubby the other day it doesn't last long enough I don't mm. think that's kind of before we know it the trees are going to go from this beautiful autumnal colour and they're going to go to grey mm. and just bare because mm. just now it's like um, it's like amber confetti isn't it mm-hmm. all the trees the leaves falling off the trees 
but they'll just be gone. And it's going to look like twigs. a Tim Burton film really soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and winter does feel longer and darker. Yeah. And colorless. Well, because of times. the way our light goes down at what, what time does light go down? Oh, like it, oh. I think it comes up about 12 o'clock in the afternoon and goes down at quarter past <laughs> no, 12. totally true. Totally true. Like, I remember my first winter here, or my first autumn and then into winter, and we used to run the kids' club, remember? Did you mm-hmm. help with that as well? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just remember stepping out the door one day, and it was like 4.30, and yeah, I was, was like, dark. why is it like yeah. deep, deep, dark black yeah. out here? I know. It's crazy, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's so dark, and it's definitely, for all, I like winter when we've got a wee bit of snow, not too much. But other than that, winter to me is just long, mm. dark, you mm. know, and dreary. You should see her face. <laughs> it's like this total face of disappointment. Yeah, it's like you, you have to think about your shoes properly, you know, right. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I hear you. I really you like that. really practical. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wear my Converse anymore. I need to actually, this you know. This is not weatherproof. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and obviously... We have to go through all the seasons, don't we? Mm-hmm. To get the, to the good bits, we have to get to the other bits. Mm-hmm. And the days after we met to discuss what we were going to be chatting about here, I read the two following quotes. Autumn is about trees revealing their hidden colours and people have an autumn as well. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I have to be honest, I actually said October mm-hmm. and I changed it to, to autumn. autumn because I thought it fitted. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is, it does fit better, yeah. I agree. Um, and then... Um, the trees are about to show how lovely it is to let things go. I saw that and I loved it yeah. so much. I think it was Chris um, Chris McLeod. She put it on her Instagram and I I took a screenshot because I was like, it's a it's a beautiful thing to think. I think it said the leaves, the trees letting go of the leaves is a sign of us having to let go. Of ah, that's a nice way it worked yeah, as well, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So um, I just thought, oh, they're quite, they're good. I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did. It made me really start to think about how the autumn times that I've had in my own lives, and I'm sure you can think mm-hmm. about them and yourself, you know, where, um, you know, maybe God's asked you to let things go, mm-hmm. where you've actually been thinking, well, no, I'm, I'm going to try and hold on to that. I like that. That's a pretty colour. Mm-hmm. That's this, that's that. But God's saying, no, actually, mm-hmm. you have to let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, and putting things into a spiritual context, we don't, we don't give our lives to God, we don't let, you know, give our lives to God and let him do what he's going to do with them. We can't have the spring, we can't have the summer, we can't have the, you know, autumn. It all comes together, doesn't Mm. it? So seasons play such an important part in life. Julie, can you take us through the purpose of autumn to winter and what the leaves falling can achieve? Mm. Well, scientifically, please, first. (laughs) I I really like the idea of the tree analogy and how the seasons change. How we can see the seasons mm-hmm. change by looking at a tree specifically. Um, like you were saying, Jacqueline, in autumn, the trees shed their leaves and they go into this sleep-like state yeah. into winter. Um, and it looks like they're dead. Like you were saying, they look grey and miserable mm-hmm. and sad. Um, <laughs> as if nothing's happening. Yeah, as, if, as though nothing's happening. But they're only resting. They're resting, preparing for the next growing season. Mm-hmm. And... You know, the, the growth and the strength that a tree gains in the spring and the summer and putting its roots down deeper and reaching up to the sun, um, those things help it to endure the winter. Mm-hmm. And winter can be harsh and cold, as we know, but the trees rest knowing that spring's coming again. They, mm-hmm. they can anticipate that season where they're going to have to work hard again and 
stretch their branches up and stretch their roots down and produce fruit and so they rest in the winter. Um, and, you know, I think we can we can see the comparison between the way a tree grows and goes through its seasons and our own spiritual lives, like you were saying as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we go through periods of growth and we produce fruit and then in the difficult winter seasons that come, we can trust that, that it'll pass and mm-hmm. that, you know, we'll move into another season again. And in every season we rely on the light, which you could... Um, could represent Jesus to sustain yeah. us mm-hmm. um, and I mean growth can be challenging as well even painful and difficult mm-hmm. but it is essential to to produce fruit in our lives to ground our roots deeper into God mm-hmm. um, to strengthen us for the winter and it's how we draw closer to the light reaching up mm-hmm. like the branches for more of Jesus oh, yeah. oh, that's what I was taught about Bible college there was a guy named David Hawking and he said why do you think the trees always mm-hmm. their arms always raise up and it's to praise and look and the point at the top is to get us to look up to heaven mm-hmm. that's good yeah very good thank you Julie so all the all the stuff that happens in our life that falls off of our what's the word I'm looking metaphorical branches that go into the ground actually helps to build us up and strengthen Mm -hmm. our roots and you know it it helps to um we might not always see it do we no we just see it's a hard challenge yeah and actually God's saying no no we're going to use this as Mm -hmm. fertilizer to Mm -hmm. to improve you yeah, nothing goes yeah. unused. Or, no. no matter how hard it is, how cold it might feel, mm-hmm. how harsh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think over the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about Jesus and his life and his relationships with women specifically. Mm-hmm. But in general, um, I think one of the things that's really kind of stood out to me and that kind of carries into this is that God knows what he's doing. Yeah, mm. He knows what he's doing and everything has a purpose. Like you were saying, mm-hmm. the things that we go through... Um, aren't for nothing no and you might not see what that winter in your life was about but maybe years down the line Mm -hmm. maybe something will happen you'll go oh I was ready for that because Mm -hmm. I had this and I had that and yeah I'm also a firm believer that sometimes things aren't just for us Mm, and what I mean by that is like sometimes I'm meant to go through something for the benefit of somebody else like Mm -hmm. I can't figure out why I had to deal with that or do that Mm -hmm. but there there's some way it might benefit somebody else because sometimes I think like we get really focused on ourselves during different Mm -hmm. seasons and we become sort of like what's the purpose God why could this why would this be this way and I think Mm. sometimes we forget I might be going for this for the benefit of someone who's watching me, observing me, thinking about God Mm -hmm. and watching me as a Christian. Or maybe I can have a story to tell somebody later on that it Mm -hmm. might help them in some way. Or, you know, maybe my kids are watching me and they're wondering what Christianity is about or... I don't know. I always think like we get so focused on ourselves and what the what the season or trial or moment is for ourselves that we forget. I'm not into I'm not in Christianity for just myself. Mm-hmm. No, we're in for it for the benefit mm-hmm. of others as well. Yeah. And am I willing to go through that to benefit somebody else? Well, it depends. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> no, At I'm work joking. on Wednesday last week, we have devotionals on a Wednesday morning, um, on just online. And um, the person that was leading devotions that day, he said, uh, he was quoting someone else, but he said that our faith is personal and public. Mm -hmm. And he was from a Catholic background Mm -hmm. and he was saying that was really foreign to me. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, or it would have been really foreign to me had I heard it before having lived in Scotland Mm -hmm. and worked for the Church of Scotland, Mm -hmm. etc. And he was like, and now I I can see the relationship between those two things. But his background, obviously... He was saying that 
faith was a very private thing and it was just mm-hmm. assumed that everyone had it but no mm-hmm. one talked about yeah. it but obviously no but it, it is it mm-hmm. is personal mm-hmm. but it's not private it is also public because mm-hmm. yeah. we have a job to do yeah. and that's to mm-hmm. to talk about our faith and talk about yeah. jesus and i think that's why in the evangelical church there's a big emphasis on um you know let people know you got saved mm-hmm. let people know you've become a christian you know make that public profession so that you know, people can see mm-hmm. your your public, and I think it holds us accountable. Not that mm-hmm. we, you know, that's the reason why we do it, but it does hold no, us I accountable think it should to a degree. Us, yeah, yeah, definitely. And like people are watching me, I gotta be careful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can't just do what I want to do. No, you know? no. So Danielle, I yes. think this brings us nicely to um, Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. If you want to take us through a wee bit of that, yeah. Actually, I think it would be important if we read it first. So Jules, do you want to read that for me? Here, I'll hand you. Yeah. I'm just up to where I drew the line. What verse is that, 12? Yeah, just to the end of verse 11. Yeah, so we'll do Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 to 11. Yeah. Okay. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, (coughs) a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What profit has he that worketh in that wherein he laboureth? I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in its time. Also he hath set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Yeah, I love this. Ecclesiastes is my husband's favorite chapter, but we didn't have a chance to talk about this because he got in too late. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go on my own here. But no, but I love this passage um, because it reminds me of a song. Is there not an old hippie song that's like, to every season there's yeah. a turn, turn, turn. I don't know who sings it. Um, Leona loves when I try to sing, so I sing for her right now because I can't hold a note to save myself. But there is like an old hippie song. I can't remember what it is, but it does stir up in me that... that um, I don't know, like a general idea of like not everything is forever. Not yeah. everything's going to last forever. These things do change. And some of these things are actually quite hard to read as a Christian because if you think about it, there's a time to war, a time to kill, and a time to rend. Like those are all quite mm-hmm. powerful, harsh, harsh <laughs> things. But if we were to look at it from the way that we're trying to look at it, I mean, there is probably a real analytical you know, way that you could see this, but as if we're talking about it in context of the seasons of our life and the change in our life, we can see it through Mm -hmm. the eyes of maybe um, things in our lives that need to just change. And like you Mm -hmm. said, we can be so resistant to change. I, I don't know any human beings that absolutely could say they love change. There might be some people who don't mind change and can kind of roll with it. And there's just people who hate change and never want to change. You know, they can be like, no, that's never going to happen. So I love when it says to everything there is a season. That also means like there is a time. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's this allotted portion of time in our lives that um, 
that's allotted for something, you know, for this purpose, for this thing. And I think that kind of feeds into what we know as Christians that, that with God, there is purpose. You know, I think a lot of times people go, well, how could there be purpose in, you know, someone dying or someone passing away or someone suffering? And I think like, those are the things that we won't know maybe Mm -hmm. on this side of the earth, Mm -hmm. but we can trust in in God to know that he knows. And Mm -hmm. hopefully that could be sufficient. That doesn't mean we can't talk to God about it. And we just bury our head in the sand and shut down all our emotions. It just means I might be asking questions. I might never get answered. Yeah. to and I'm totally okay with that because I think even if you were trying to search for things scientifically you're not going to get all answers anyways mm-hmm. so I think being able to look to God and say you know I put my trust in you in this season I don't know why I'm going through it it's quite difficult it's quite hard but at the same time I know that you're in control mm-hmm. and that you you've got a plan and that could be a very difficult thing to I mean sometimes we have to get to the other side of that yeah. before we can really be you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, like in definitely. the midst of, in the middle of it it's quite hard but the purpose of why he keeps saying a season a season a time a time it's in a way a poetic way of talk it's 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 kind of an interesting way of saying monotony 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 Mm. this is life and that's kind of a fun like kind of season that I'm in I feel like I'm meeting a lot of young people through counseling that are just sort of asking that question of like is this my life Mm-hmm. And I so fondly love to say, yes, it is. <laughs> like, you can't get out of this. Uh-huh. You know, like, we have to go through life. There's no, you know, everyone will go through something. And the answer is, I think, to go through it. Mm-hmm. You know, that would be the answer. As Westerners, as Westerners, we are great at trying to do our best to avoid pain and suffering of any kind. Mm-hmm. We'll work really hard not to have to, um, you know, embrace that pain and Mm. suffering and I think this is maybe one place where Jesus is maybe a little bit misunderstood and I think Buddhism maybe got it right but I think Jesus is the answer to it and that is to embrace your suffering to go through your suffering to not try to avoid it to not try to run from it to not try to act like it's not there but to Mm -hmm. instead accept the season you know, this is the season I'm in. It is horrible. And and I, I I was even thinking about a friend today that I know for years went through really horrible things, mm-hmm. one right after the other, after yeah. the other. Like, it felt to me as if she wasn't getting a chance to breathe. Mm-hmm. And here I see her now, like, standing on her two feet, like, solely independent, being able to do the things that she never thought she could do. Mm-hmm. And I just think, like, back then, all those years ago, she could not, for the life of her, see that where she is now. Yeah. And I think that's it's, it's that that putting our trust into God mm-hmm. of I can't see how I'm going to come out of this. Yeah. But I'm willing to go through it for you. And sometimes life can feel that way. It can feel like this monotonous sort of, oh, here we go again. I have a big um, personal issue with clocks and the calendar. <laughs> if the world could be calendarless and clockless, I'd probably be pretty happy because I think like the clock binds us to a lot of things. Mm. And I feel like we look at the clock and we go, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this. And we start getting bound up in that quote-unquote monotony Mm -hmm. we get bound up in this is what I do this is Monday this is Tuesday I have a friend who's quite rigid and like this is Monday this is what I do on Monday this is Tuesday my husband always says I feel bad for people who eat the same thing on a Monday and a Tuesday and everybody's like taco Tuesday is only taco Tuesday (laughs) but the the poet here is trying to say like life can feel monotonous Uh and I feel I have experienced that where it's like oh here we are at Christmas again and I know that sounds like a horrible thing to say because Christmas is beautiful but but my mindset gets into that trap of like oh presents and food and you know you get caught up in the act rather than like the actual season Mm -hmm. of what it is and so sometimes I'm like I wish the calendar wasn't April and we didn't have to do this or the calendar wasn't June and we didn't like I want to be able to just take life 
and not go, oh, I have to do this because the calendar mm-hmm. says I have to do it, which I know I could, but other people live by the calendar. I know. So. Uh, I get what you mean yeah. there because sometimes you're like, no, no, we can't do that because it's not summer anymore. Yeah. You can't think about like, why can't we do that? Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, my wee niece went to some water sports thing the other day and my first thought was, it's, it's freezing cold. It's freezing. What are you doing? <laughs> but actually, she's like, I loved it. it was, yeah. And I thought, that's us putting ourselves into, the, that's a summer event. Yeah. That's a, you know, but she doesn't That's a really care. good example because that's exactly mm-hmm. how it is. Like, mm-hmm. we tell ourselves, I can't do this within that time frame or this boundary yeah. because of this. When reality is, if we live in God's time, yeah. but the poet is making a point that life becomes monotonous. It mm-hmm. becomes this cycle of all these different, uh, all the same events over and over in a yeah. sense. And then he says um, in verse three, or even in verse two, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck, a time to kill, a time to hit. And I think about how that is so difficult for us as Christians to kind of think about what does that mean, a time to kill and Mm -hmm. a time to do this and a time to do that. And I know there's so many different views about how God treats his children and and all these different things. But like life happens to all of us. It says in James that it rains in the righteous and the unrighteous alike. And there is seasons where we will go through grief and there is Mm -hmm. seasons where we will face the difficult days. And grief isn't just grief over death. Grief is grief over the life you thought you were going to have, the kids you thought you were going to have, the situation. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, A time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. In verse five, he says a time to to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. And I, I was like, what is that all about? And I went and checked out a commentary, and it was saying that there were certain seasons that um, that people would go out and put um, stones down as boundary mm-hmm. lines to say, you know, this is where my my farm ends and your mm-hmm. farm begins. I think we have stone walls here mm-hmm. in Scotland as well. Yeah. I mean, stone I don't think bike. I know we have those, yeah. And so there, there are ways of laying these stones down mm-hmm. to mark these boundaries, and immediately my little counselor head went on and went like, you know, there are times that in seasons in our life mm-hmm. where we have to put down boundaries. Definitely. You know, we have to say this is where my life ends and yours begins and I can't cross over and Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's been through a really tough relationship with their mom who was drug addicted and alcoholic and it was really difficult for them to even think of idea of putting boundaries down Mm -hmm. but it was at a point where it's like if I don't do something my life will be overran by this and I have my own Mm -hmm. family to raise and so there is a time we do have to put boundaries down and a time that we do have to protect ourselves and a time to maybe take those boundaries mm-hmm. away as well. Like we have to Definitely. live in that season of where yeah. is God now, you know? Um, verse eight, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. And I think right now we can even see that that's sort of the case in the world right now, mm-hmm. you know, with um, the Middle East right now with what's going on there. And we see that there's these wars and we want to blame different faiths for them. We want to blame God for them. And I just say, you know what, at the end of it is human nature, mm-hmm. you know, human nature, humans have, um, they have within them this desire to survive. And in that they become about, well, this is my space and that's yours. And then these is where, this is where, you know, war start yeah. and hatreds and divisions. As a matter of fact, I experienced myself a little bit of racism today and the people that I were with were really astonished. They were like, that is just disgusting. And they were just really put out. And I was just standing there like, I'm, I'm not, I didn't flinch. And they kept looking at me, doesn't it bother you? Doesn't it upset you? And I was like, well, no, because I'm God's child ultimately at the end of the day. But secondly, that's not my ignorance. That's somebody else's. Mm-hmm. And they have to go through life to learn and experience things. And maybe one of the things they can experience is that 
I'm not offended by what they're saying mm-hmm. because they're still trying to figure it out and I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And so they were more upset than me. And I thought, you know, there's no need for me to be upset because I'm at the end of the day, God will take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't being physically harmed. I was being treated not nicely because of my color. And I thought to myself, like, that person just doesn't know, you know, and they I don't know what they're going through that this is making them this way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have the opportunity to explore it either. Yeah. And so I just kind of got on with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that racism is acceptable. But what I'm saying is in my life, I had a moment where I experienced that. I've had a moment before, by the way. But it was an opportunity to let others see, like, I'm God's child, first mm-hmm. of all. And so... I'm okay. Yeah. I'm going to be okay. But there is that that thing within us that the human nature is what this is about. And that's we war with each other mm-hmm. over futile things like the color of our skin or our faith mm-hmm. or whatever. And so it's God knows us. Yeah. You know, he knows that we're going to do these things. So um, verse 11, he says, he hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their in their heart so that no man can find out the work of God the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. And there was a, a quote. First of all, that word beautiful, it actually means appropriate. He hath made everything appropriate in its time. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the time yeah. that you're going through that, that's uh-huh. the appropriate time for that. Mm. I like that a It's lot. not a misplaced season, is it? No. No. And then in verse 11, I'm going to actually read that in a different um, translation because I don't really, that's a bit harder. He has made everything beautiful in his time. And so also he has put eternity in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from beginning to end. I mean, God is past our finding out. God is beyond our own understanding. But there's a beautiful thing from um, Augustus. Augustus, in his confessions, he wrote, You have made us for yourself, and our hearts are restless until they can find peace in you. Mm. I think we even sing a song like that, that... Um, our restless hearts until we find you or something like that. So, uh, we, um, it's actually a modern song, mm-hmm. but our hearts are restless. We can't, you know, God is pa- past finding out and there our hearts and our lives are restless mm-hmm. until we find our peace in him, Yeah, you know, until we see that he is our peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important is that, you know, in these seasons, we can't figure out sometimes like God is beyond trying to figure out, especially mm-hmm. right now. We can honestly say it's really hard to figure out what God's doing <laughs> in the world. I could honestly, I say, I know what God's doing in the world. He's getting ready to come back. He's coming back. But I also think that when the world is looking and watching, mm-hmm. you know, it's everything just seems an, an unpeaceful thing. Mm-hmm. And people are afraid and they're scared and they're terrorized and they're this and they're that. If you look at social media, it's insane. But this is it. Our hearts are restless. Yeah. They're looking for peace. And maybe whatever season, you know, our listeners are in, they're maybe looking for peace in this situation. And I would just say to that, that this is a season Mm -hmm. and you may not have all the answers. You Mm -hmm. can't control the situation, Um, but it's a season and your peace can be found in God because he promises that. Mm -hmm. He promises that peace is found in him. Mm -hmm. And oh, every single letter Paul writes, he mentions peace and he says, you can't have peace without the grace. You know, you can't Mm -hmm. have God's peace without coming into his presence and seeking his peace. So whatever season we're in, we can have peace, Mm -hmm. whether it be the season of war, the season of killing, the season of, you know, renting our clothes, the season, whatever it is, bad or good, he's in the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. So really, 
we have to embrace all seasons mm. Mm. and you know not even it's not even just life it, lots of wee things like your job could be for a season mm-hmm. friendships could be for a season mm-hmm. and sometimes they're, they're the hard things yeah. that when you know the seasons may be over or sometimes you can just see that that was a definite season in my life where I Oof. needed that person and how I've about the season before. of motherhood when you just yeah. become a mother that's miss a, that season. Do you miss that? That's the hardest season of all. And then you add another baby to that, and then maybe another baby. <laughs> and then you're ready to pull your hair out. That's the season. <laughs> I promise you, the season I, I doesn't even, last long. Oh, you do miss it. See, that's the I thing. I do. Though. I miss it. You I would go back to that and season. Go back to, yeah. And a second, mm. definitely would. Yeah. I, I think I struggle more with the season where my babies don't need me as mm. much, and you know that mm. that to me. I like the wee newborn stage. Yeah. It's my favourite. That's why I work with It babies. is quite a lovely stage. It is. It is. It is. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of differences. So we need to embrace them all. Not saying we're going, yes, I'm going through a winter of my life mm-hmm. right now. Praise God. Yeah. But actually just remembering, do you know what, God, this is a hard moment in my life right now, but you're there. You're there with me. And that's the times when it can be hard, yeah. can't it? That's yeah. the times that it's hard to actually And I think what it is see. hard, like, God, show me where you're at in this. Yeah. Like, where exactly. are you in this? Mm-hmm. And what we just need to remember is, that after winter comes spring, mm-hmm. after spring comes summer, mm-hmm. you know, so we get there and it just keeps, the cycle keeps going. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're we're not always sitting in the kind of dark, no. long dreary days And that's days the beauty of, of it, thank God, yeah. that we're not always there. And like in Scotland, sometimes we might be in a dark, dreary moment of our lives, but we can still see mm-hmm. the goodness, we can still see the sun you know, the rainbow after the rain, things like that mm-hmm. within the moments as well. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to be fully out of the season to yeah. to see God's goodness or mm-hmm. to, to enjoy. Feel his peace. Yep, definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies, let's go. Julie, do you have a takeaway? Um, I'm just thinking about what you were just saying about the seasons going round and round like mm-hmm. a cycle and how after winter, spring does come and then summer mm-hmm. and then when winter comes again, we've had time mm-hmm. to grow We've uh, drawn closer to God. Maybe we've had a season of peace, and we've really mm-hmm. felt him close to us. And you know, the the previous winter, the experiences that we had have built us up and strengthened us mm-hmm. and and bolstered our faith, so that we can face what comes next. And like you were saying, Danny, about you know, sometimes we go through something for someone else's benefit. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's important to remember that as well, because mm-hmm. we might not always see the personal benefit or the yeah. reason why something happened to us but mm-hmm. it might not be for us at all mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it I think my takeaway would be very similar Julie you know mm-hmm. just trying to just remember that the, the seasons are for a reason mm-hmm. and just you know just to cling on waiting for that mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. the rainbow the that comes with the season. rainbow that comes with the April showers and you know mm-hmm. that kind of because yeah God always tells us mm-hmm. that he's there for us yeah. Yeah, I loved what Julie shared about how the trees go into hibernation. I know animals go into hibernation, but I didn't know that trees went into hibernation because I'm slow. <laughs> but I really liked that because I think um, sometimes we need to go into hibernation. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we need to find that season mm-hmm. of just rest. And um, and I think, you know, we're a hardworking people and we can be I was just thinking about this week, like Julie and I were saying, like there's something Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night. Like we were going through the day and we were mm-hmm. thinking, you know, and I think we need to find a hibernation as well. And if it's not a season of hibernation, it's definitely I can see devotions as a mm-hmm. hibernation, mm-hmm. you know, a space to go away and just be quiet and um, and be alone with God. Mm-hmm. 
that, I mean, if you could view your devotions as hibernation, if you can't get, you know, days of it. Yeah, yeah. that's good. I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, Danielle, would you like to close us in prayer and sure. pray for our listeners? Sure. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus and we thank you, God, that you deal so lovely with us, that you're never... Um, this harsh God that wants to harm us, that you're a loving God and that these things are just seasons. They're not forever things, you know, and I thank you that, like we said, you know, the the joy comes in the morning, you know, like we can have a season of joy and love and laughter and we can rejoice. There's also rejoicing in our lives, Lord. And to take advantage of those, you gave those to the to the Israelites. You gave them seasons to rejoice and um, calendar events and like festivals. And you wanted them to enjoy life. You wanted them to be able to enjoy the um, fruits of their hard labor. So, Lord, I pray, I pray that we would be able to take joy in life as well, you know, and not just look at the the dark seasons of life, but to take joy in life. It says in the scriptures that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So help us, Lord, no matter what the season, to find peace, to find you, and to find joy, and to ride that season out with you, Lord. I pray for anyone who's listening that's really struggling right now, that you would give them hope and that you'd give them strength. Um, And I pray, Lord, for those who are in the season of joy and in laughter, that they would find your face in that as well, Lord. And that... um, you would show them through their life and through their the the time up to now how you have really brought them through so many different seasons and to really just give you praise and thanks for that. So we pray all of this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we would love to hear what your takeaway is from this episode. Mm-hmm. If you want to connect with us, you can do that on Instagram. There's a daily devotional most days um, for you to to read and look at and, and think about um, each day so yeah get in touch let us know what your thoughts are and uh, come back next week yeah oh, awesome.